It's time! Fight fans and degenerate gamblers, welcome to the Thick Boys Fight Club, where there are only two rules. Rule number one, always talk about Thick Boys Fight Club. Rule number two, talk about Thick Boys Fight Club, even if no one wants to talk about Thick Boys Fight Club. All right. Guys, we are back. No more. The hangover is gone, and we can talk about this freely again. <laughs> yeah. Clearly got this all down. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, welcome once again to the Thick Boys Fight Show. I am Nick. And I'm Ty. And, um, yeah, guys, we're going to break down the last UFC pay-per-view here that we all just watched. Yeah. It was amazing. UFC 252. It was. It was an excellent night of fights. But before we break that down, guys, let's get into the breaking news out of the UFC today. It's been a big news day. You got John Jones has officially relinquished the light heavyweight championship. So, and then about two hours later, he sent another Twitter out saying, or I guess a tweet, sorry, <laughs> saying that he is going to begin his weight, putting on his weight to step up to the heavyweight. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm excited. Like, let's not, if, even if you hate John Jones, you still got to be excited that it's finally happening, that we're oh, going to finally see some new challenges for this guy. For sure. I mean, I'm super stoked. I am a little bummed we're not going to get to see the Reyes rematch where he was going to lose. I, I will be honest with you. We had, we had seen a guy who could finally step up to him. No matter what you want to say, okay, call it that Dominic Reyes did truly on points-wise. No, there's no controversy. He hung in there with the dude. And for that, he gave him a good fight. You know, yeah. I, I think we were going to see a badass rematch, honestly. Just saying. I don't know. Yeah. What we've seen from John Jones is, yeah, if when he you does are rematch. close when he rematches you. It's he just it's like it's not even close in the second time. That's true Around for anybody. Well, <laughs> you know, whatever it doesn't matter. We're never going to see it anyways. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what's going to happen here. It, so Dana White, like you said just a second ago, so Dana White clearly though says that Naganu's still up next. Yeah, that's what that's he what says. I, that's why I saw Dana White say. So. What? So I think what you give him either Curtis Blades, John Jones moves up if he puts on the weight. If he wants a fight at heavyweight first before the title shot, I would think someone like Derek Lewis or Curtis Blades. John Jones yeah. does seem like the kind of guy who would take a like a tune up fight. You know what I mean? Kind of make I sure hope, his body's acclimated. I hope it's I mean, I hope it's blades. I don't want to see him fuck up fucking our boy man. <laughs> <laughs> well Blades, I mean, see, Blades wouldn't be a walk in the park because he's a strong wrestler and he's big for that division. Where John Jones, he's gonna come in, you know, just like I think like Stipe, right? Two thirty five. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. Some of these guys walk around like two fifty, two sixty and stuff. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. So the question then is does Stipe fight Jones and what's happens? Does he just work Stipe over? Yeah, I think Francis Ngannou is a bigger challenge for him, no doubt. Ngannou is a bigger challenge for Jones than Stipe, Stipe is for Jones, yes. Yeah, for Stipe, it's like he's got some good takedowns, but we've seen John Jones can, you know, hang in with the, with the best wrestlers. And Stipe is just kind of a boxer. And John Jones is going to use his, his range really well. He's going to grab your fingertips and just claw out at you. Yeah. 
I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I was steep A right now, I would actually truly, truly consider retirement as well. <laughs> I mean, I don't want him to be a bitch or anything, but I mean, like, dude, you already are now considered the baddest man in the world per, per all the sources out there. Like, what are you going to do? You're going like, you to, get, you get knocked out by Francis Naganu. You're, we all know he will never be the same after that. 100%. Like that yeah. will, he'll, he'll, he won't be the same fighter. So it, what's what I mean? If he loses, you're not making, you're not going to ever get back to the gold. So why it's almost at this point, like, why are you going to put yourself in that position? Honestly, you know what I mean? The, the only reason you, he would do it is, is to prove himself. I guess well, I get well, it. No, you know? prove, no, prove himself. But those are probably going to be his two biggest paydays of his life. Yeah. Like, so, you know, this time around, they're going to market the shit out of Francis Ngannou. So if yeah. he beats him and then you're taking on John Jones for the yeah. baddest dude in the world, he's going to be a, like a millionaire yeah. Uh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> so you're basically gambling on your, yourself to hope that you beat this guy again, which no one's saying he couldn't. I mean, he did yeah. it one time. So there's definitely obviously a chance there. I think he's not going to be fighting the same timid Nagani though, that he did that time. That's the difference. But it would be totally crazy again if Nagani did flip that bitch switch, like, for whatever reason, big fight, and just, like, goes back into this, like, oh, my God, I'm scared to do anything mode. You know what I mean? Like, that would be crazy. Yeah, he just can't respect Stipe too much. You know, he can't be too worried about the wrestling. He's got to be willing to let those hands go. 100%. All right, guys. Well, we'll look for that one in the future. Now, this next bout that they've been talking about all weekend, I know they announced a little bit last weekend, but this one I'm pumped about. Tyron Woodley versus Kobe Covington. Oh, baby. I'm excited for that as we're well. Talking, we're talking – that is going to be the match. Oh, man. I, I, and I'm confused now. I'm hearing is it this month is when they're going to do it? Like they're talking about it possibly being at the end of August? Or is it was September? It? Well, I thought, I I thought it wrong. was early September. I thought okay. it was like the 9th or something like that. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> even then, guys, oh, yeah, sorry, September 19th. So, okay, so we got to wait a month for that one, but that one will be juicy. That's one of the few ones I'd be willing to tune into, like, the press conferences and things just to hear what Colby Covington has to say. To oh, my God. They are going to talk some shit. My God. I mean, I think I already know the answer to this question. I mean, what do you what do you think in at the top of your head? Look, I think I gotta, Col- yeah, yeah, it's got to be Colby, man. He's just got a pace, and Woodley's a low volume kind of guy. He's just going to be looking for that one punch KO. I, I would work him. Yeah, and the other thing I would say is we haven't really seen bright things out of Woodley lately, honestly. And you got Colby, who's you know, this is almost like a quick comeback fight for him, just so they can throw him right back in the mix, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I think so, they're just giving him a big name to justify his next title shot. Yeah, for sure. And then also I saw, guys, um, this kind of excited me. I know my friend here is going to go, I don't give a shit about this, dude. But uh, Rumble Johnson going to be coming back. He's going to start his USADA testing next week. So we'll see what he can do, man. Hey, maybe no, he can make I, another hey, run at it, man. Hey, maybe look, one more time, baby. <laughs> look, I didn't think that guy could be – Daniel Cormier, and he did it, but I still think he's one of the baddest dudes on the planet. Like, come on, who doesn't want to see that dude just knock people out cold? Yeah, for sure. We'll just... see if that goes down again. <laughs> yeah. And then this is news, but we're going to talk about the fight a little bit later, guys. But just they have released so far that Sean O'Malley's x-ray showed nothing. 
to be alarmed about. Yeah, this is something Nick and I were just talking about a so, moment ago. Is you know, does is there something that uh, like a mental hurdle that Sean O'Malley has to overcome here? Because let's just say even if he did tear a ligament in his knee, I understand. But you know, you've got guys like Tiago Santos. Bobby Knuckles, Yoel Romero, you know, those are guys who have torn muscles in their knee in the middle of a fight and still fought a five-round war. You know what I mean? And then for Sean O'Malley, while he's, while he's fresh, doesn't seem like anything's actually long, wrong with his leg yet, but I guess we'll see. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about his, you know, mental fortitude. For sure. We'll have to see with that, but we'll talk about that here in a second. Let's just let's get into it. Let's break these fights down for these people, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get right into it, man. So, first fight up. Yeah, Bantamweight division. You know, fighting. uh, We had John Dodson, now 22 and 12, fighting Marab Dashavili, now 12 and 5. Nick, you want to take it away? Well, guys, we gave you Marab. We called it on the dot. It was beautiful. Marab did exactly what we expected him to do. Tired that dude out so he could do nothing. That was the basis of the fight yeah man he just set a pace and just dominated Dodson from start to finish we actually had a friend message us bragging about Dodson's takedown defense percentage (laughs) and let me tell you when I was watching I'm like oh man so much for those stats Uh, yep no that guy's stats went straight out the window we thought it was hilarious I mean Tasha Vili's one of those guys it's like I feel right now with where he's at if you don't bet on him, just don't bet right then. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys right now in the league because he's going to just tire these guys out. I don't care if they're strikers or whatever. Like, he's going to keep doing the same thing over and over. Of course, anyone can get a lucky shot off. Anyone can do that. I'm not saying that can't happen. But right now, this dude is working his game plans to perfection. He's one of those guys that's doing what we tell you guys what needs to be happening for him to win. You know, he doesn't stray from his game plan. I'm going to take you down, take you down, take you down, take you down. That's what I'm going to do. So, you know, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm with Nick. Look, the guy just sets an incredible pace. And the best thing about betting on a guy like this is you never have to worry about his gas tank. It's just one of those guys, you know, it's like if this goes 15 minutes, he probably wins. And he can still finish, guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to make some money off of him in the future, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, no coming doubt. up next in the heavyweight division, we had Junior Singano Dos Santos, 21-8 and eight now, fighting Jarzinho Rosenstruck, now 11-1 and one in the UFC. Dang, man. Like, it was just a sad day. It's something I did bring up that Junior does have this terrible tendency to turn his back when he gets hurt. And that's exactly what happened. He tried to run away and just got dropped. It was uh, honestly pretty sad to see. Yeah. I mean, that's truly exactly what happened. Um, But you know, that's, that's part of the risk. I feel when we pick these older guys, honestly, you know, this is uh, the chances of this happening is a little more greater than just a lucky shot, I feel, you know, and we got to start weighing that out a little bit more. You know, the thing is, man, Rosenstruck, hey, he got the power. We knew it. He had the power. Now, I just, this kills me inside, you know, you said this on the show the other week, like, people need to remember they are in an MMA match. You have a wide variety of things you can do. I mean, I get it. 
Junior never took people down and everything like that. You know, it was never in his game plan. But my God, it's like when you know you have a skill so much better than the other guy, why not use it? It, it drives me nuts. You know, I mean, what is his corner telling him? That's the other thing. Like, you strike with a dude who has really heavy hands. Yeah, that was a great idea. <laughs> Junior, you haven't been knocked out at all, man. Like, you can do this. Your chin has been last That's Come on, man. Like, that was crazy to me. Like, I, you know, it is one of those things, man. That was a, you know, the thing is, people and us, like, people saw what we saw because that odd was jumping like crazy on jds i mean the day we talked about it, it shifted 10 20 bucks i believe you know from the day of the fight so that goes to show you there was money going down on him so you know unfortunately i feel like that was kind of a that was an easy pick that should have went it just didn't go the way it was supposed to go due to the fact that jds just went in there with a terrible game plan honestly oh yeah i agree it's just come on man think about your future and Nick's got it right on the point, man. He has the tools. He is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. I just don't see how your coaches aren't even telling you, you know, like, hey, maybe for this one, let's just mix it up, show him something else to look for, and not just be worried that, oh, I'm only in a boxing match with this guy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That was crazy. All right. And then next up, (laughs) here we go, guys. In the Bantamweight division again, we had Sugar Sean O'Malley, 12-1 and now fighting Marlon Vera, 16-6-1. And, and it's what we talked about earlier. Like, that was crazy what happened. He just I, – I believe he got kicked in the leg and just started limping after he jumped no, in for a sequence or something. No, it wasn't a kick. He, he rolled it. Okay. He, roll, he rolled it really bad. They, they showed him the replay. So, I mean, he just stepped wrong. And, and rolled his ankle, had all his – he was – I think he was maybe going for a kick or something because, like, he was like he pressed down on it while it rolled, you know. So, right, right. so he definitely hurt it. I mean, my whole concern with the Sugar Show now is the fact that this is not the first time this has happened. And the funniest thing is, though, like, I'm sure my, our Vera, like, just picked this up, like, real quick, like – he didn't do the dumb thing. The last guy that this happened with did just like jumped on top of him and let him like work him on the ground. Obviously he went and finished that dude real quick and it was over, which is what honestly should have happened the very first time he hurt his leg like that. Honestly. Um, so guys, I'll be honest with you. You're on the, the sugar show train still. I mean, you gotta be a little careful with this dude. I, I think he has a weak tendency. Um, UFC fighters aren't dumb. They're all, we have now seen this two times. So these guys are going to be picking this leg apart on him. You know, he probably just lost quite a bit of that luster that he was coming up on. You know, here he was talking shit about how he's going to get paid more money because he's going to ask for a better contract and all this shit. Like, this dude really just shot himself in the foot really bad. <laughs> Go figure 100%. that. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I'll be honest, I still love the dude. I like some of his antics and everything like that that he was doing, but I, I am going to be worried about this one. I feel he was going to be a dark horse from this point out, you know, uh, it, but it's also a hard thing. It's like if he didn't hurt his leg, what was the outcome going to be? Was he going to demolish this dude like we were supposed to? You know, we'll never know. Now we'll never know. So we'll have to see. Yep, but for me, you know, as soon as this happened uh, – 
I saw the train door had opened and I jumped right off that sugar train. <laughs> I mean, no, I like, yeah. the, but time back to the fight just real quick. Like in all honesty though, and, and the, the announcer said it too, when I watched replays of the fight, like the stoppage was very strange in all honesty. I get what you said in the moment. I don't know if you're thinking differently now. I know. Remember, you looked at me and said, "No, they stopped it because they know there's no way he could get up." Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I know what you're saying there, and I do actually agree with what you said. But at the same time, dude, like we literally just watched that other girl, Macy Barber, tear her ACL in like the second round. It might have actually been in the first round. Dude, that fight wasn't stopped just because she couldn't stand up, like. It says the rules, I think, per MMA are they just got to start standing up. That's the only rules. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, it's the ref's call. Maybe he saw something in Sean O'Malley's eyes, and I'm not, I'm not making fun of him in any way. No. And he just saw it in his eyes that, look, he's hurt. He doesn't want to be there. He's done. I'm yeah. Like, and the, like, I was pretty drunk, or like, you know, I'd had a yeah, few cocktails. So <laughs> it's hard to quite remember exactly how it went down, but I think that's probably what happened is just – the ref looked at him, saw in his face that he wanted out of that fight and that he, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, he got cracked with an elbow and, you know, and that's when they jumped they and stopped shots, it. Right? Super heavy, but I'm just saying he wasn't out by any means. Uh, I don't know. I, right. I, well, you can say it's a bad call, but let's be real. Oh, he wasn't I don't think fight. there was going to be any different outcome. So for that fact, it was the right call by the ref. But yeah. I'm just saying, we need to remember this is a UFC fight. We're not just, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It yeah, was a hard it's one. a little early, but this, this, in this particular case, the right call was made. The fight yeah. was ended because what, what was going to happen? Nothing different was going to happen. It was just yeah, been more right. punishment for him. 100%. 100%. And then last but not least, guys, this is the one I can't wait to hear. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, we're just going to leave out uh, – never mind. <laughs> the heavyweight we're division. Done. <laughs> I don't get to pick on Sean O'Malley at all first. <laughs> Anyways, on to the heavyweight division. For the baddest dude on the planet, the heavyweight championship, Steepy Mayo Chick now 20-3, and three. Daniel Cormier falling to a 22-3. and three. Man, what, it was a great fight. They did a great job. Stipe did come out on top. He just had those heavier hands and was able to absorb more punishment because you could just tell the power difference that when Stipe was hitting Daniel, he was really feeling it. Where when Daniel, which he did, he looked like he had serious heat on him, they just weren't affecting Stipe in the same way as the punches that he was taking in. Yeah, for sure. Real quick, though. I'm sorry. Did you have something you wanted to say about Sugar, though, real quick? Oh, no. I was just gonna was there anything else? No, we're no, gonna, gonna beat him while he was down. That's oh, all the worry. Okay. About. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Um, yeah, but yeah, what you said. I mean, that's what I saw, man. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a funny night. I'll say this. I actually, when the night started, I was very confident on DC. Um, couple of reasons. I I don't know if anyone else noticed this this week about Stipe. He just didn't really seem into it I, I honestly is what the the vibe i was getting from him during you know the conferences or whenever they interviewed him he just kind of seemed like he was there but he wasn't really there it was kind of this odd thing i was noticing and i was a little worried but i don't know something on um saturday night struck me there and i felt that stipe was somehow going to pull this off i i don't know it was just a feeling and my feeling told me right now we can get right into it the eye pokes. We had an eye poke first by DC once again. Now, 
then we had another eye poke by Stipe, which, you know, definitely, I, I will say, affected the fight. Definitely well, let, did. Let, let's be realistic here. It was diagnosed that he tore his retina in his eye and he can't see out of it. But do you think that happened from an eye poke? Because Yeah, that definitely happened from the eye poke. Well, you know his eye was already fucked up, though, before the eye poke. Let's I'm just saying, it really was. Sagging in the eye. Mm. Come on. Let's not beat around the bush. Did, the, did a punch do it? No. The eye poke clearly did it. Underneath the eyelid, straight in there. But at the end of the day, do I think the fight would have went much differently? Probably not. The only thing I would yeah. say is he's, he's lucky that the ref missed it. Because if the ref saw it, I'm not uh, if DC legitimately is telling the truth and said he couldn't see out of it at all, then he might have not continued to fight. You know, I know, but then what would have happened? Then DC gets disqualified, I believe. Stipe, you mean? Oh yes, yeah. Stipe gets disqualified, and, and then but I don't think they would have. They wouldn't have done a change of belts with a disqualification, though. Well, technically, if you get DQ, then it's the other person wins. But maybe they just would have called it a no contest. Just yeah, no I person think, wins. Which yeah, would probably be a more realistic thing. Think, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would have been crazy. <laughs> I mean, what an ending that would have been. I mean, then again, I also feel, though, if if why didn't DC say anything in his corner if he really wanted to end the fight like that, too? You know what I mean? Well, look, DC's not a quitter. I'm not yeah, saying – sure. Like, he's not going to say, like, oh, I'm not going to fight because I can't see. Yeah. I'm just saying if the doctor gave him the option and told him, it, maybe he might take it just because it's like, oh, I can maybe get a rematch, you know, or we do this over again because I, I can't. But now if he says anything, right? He's just, yeah, for sure. You're out of the fight. You lost. You're and you quit. I, I'm still though, uh, you know, and this is gonna. I'm gonna go back to this again. Like I, I'm, uh, even though at night I wasn't too high up on your boy. I, I mean, dude, I'm I'm actually really disappointed with him. To be honest with you, I mean, and like I told you right after the fight, like, why why wouldn't you use what you? Not only that, he didn't do what he said he was gonna do. That's the funniest thing. Well, he remember in his. I remember in the interview after the fight, he said the game plan was to take whatever takedown Stipe gave him when he overextends himself. And, and he said he only did it one time, and he didn't overextend. And he said he wasn't going to go chase the takedown. So Stipe, he was waiting for his moments, trying to time it. So you believe then that Stipe actually picked up on that and and went in with the right game plan? Then is that kind of yeah. what the deal well, was? If you look, if you watch, if you remember the fight, right? Stipe did a great job. He kept the distance. He didn't yeah. stray away from his game plan. You know, it was either I get double underhooks and I push DC against the fence and just hold him there, or I stay at range and I don't get into a, like, a slugging, dirty boxing fight. Because you can see that's what DC wanted, right? Always trying to grab the back of the head. But Stipe would just tuck and roll and push away. Yeah. No, it was um, – I mean, no matter what the, the outcome here, real quick, though, it was a badass fight. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it is hilarious, though, that Stipe – did that eye poke <laughs> happen? Yeah. I, I don't know if, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, a piece of me feels that he did it on purpose, honestly, because of how bad DC had eye poked him in the past. Yeah. I mean, now in one of these fights, not his fucking retina wasn't detached, but he did definitely poke his eyes so bad that he was having issues with his eye. I mean, there was no doubt about it. And I think that's the fight that DC, that DC won, correct? I think it was the second. Or the second one? The really bad one. Was the bad one? Was the, was the worst so, of the two. I'm just saying it is, it, there is some humility there that um, 
it, it that happens honestly you know um yeah i don't know man. it's kind of a bummer because it takes away from the fight right oh i know well that's why at the end of the day i don't want to see that but it just you know was it a uh, was that revenge maybe it was man maybe it was you never know yeah we're never gonna well, know but we do know who is the greatest heavyweight of all time now for the UFC. I'll be honest with you. I still don't feel like that proved it, to be I completely think, honest with you. Well, as it currently stands, the only other person you put in the mix with him, right, is Cain Velasquez. Yeah. But, I mean, this is coming from me as someone who actually truly doesn't even like DC that much. I, I still put him right there, man. He's, he's still a fucking badass dude. I mean, you can't. Yeah. I don't think you can take it all away from him because of this one fight, honestly. Oh, oh, don't get me wrong. DC is probably going in the top, right now, probably top 10, at least in the top 10 of the greatest of all time. Yeah. In my opinion. I, I think, He's got no shame. I think he will think this about this fight, though, for a long time. He'll, yeah. I mean, now he's going to always have the what if I just use my wrestling. Like, what if I just did it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It was never there for him. But what if he would have just forced the issue, went for the leg, and just took and got a takedown every couple? We don't. This fight would have went totally different. Honestly, could he have gotten caught coming in for something like that? Hundred percent. I get it. I know it's not. I throw out these takedowns like they're easy to do. I know they're not. But I'm just saying, man. I, I think, he, like you, you say, he's an Olympian wrestler. Like, I, I feel he should have used a little bit more of it maybe there would have been a little difference here. I mean, at least yeah. one of the rounds. One of the yeah, rounds. I think you know what it was probably. It's kind of what he talked about. He said he was going to feel really comfortable in the clinch and thought he might be able to work some takedowns from there. But Stipe just had that game plan, just going there with those double underhooks. And he just – he wasn't even really trying to get takedowns, right? It's what we talk about. What good wrestlers do is they pin you against the cage and they just score points by control time because if you're the one pushing the other guy into the fence – you look like you're winning the fight. Yeah. Yeah, Stipe did a great job, man. Yeah. I can't say anything other, like, the thing watching it was, I'm not upset at DC. It's just watching Stipe, I'm like, you came in with a great game plan. You did everything right. And, you know, DC, I think, just came in a little too cocky. Thought he was just so much better at everything than him. Yeah. That, that, there's something to say for that, too. I mean, but, I mean, DC's usually always a pretty cocky person, though. You know what I mean? Generally. When he talks, it's just how he talks. I I have another little fit prediction of what I think, though, now. Honestly, this almost sets up perfectly him versus Jones one more time if he chooses not to retire. That could honestly be the a good choice because then it's like wow. you can – no, I'm just saying, though, you can keep Blades and um, Ngannou rolling with Stipe, and you can tell Jones – and him, hey, man, fight DC then. I don't think DC is going to do it. It's not – let's be realistic here. Let's just put ourselves in DC's shoes. Yeah, moment, you're not right? – yeah. No. You've been beaten by Jones twice, yeah. and you think now at almost 42 years old after yeah. just losing to Stipe, you're going to take on John Jones at heavyweight and beat him there? I'm sure he would think to himself, I bet if he thought, like, I would be like, yeah, if I was 38 years old, I'd take that fight and do it over again. But come on, he's almost 42. You think if they offer him enough money, though, he'd consider it? No. he's Look, man, he's so set for life. He's going to be a UFC commentator for a long time. Yeah. Dude, he's, he's a company man. Dana White loves that dude. He's, I feel like he's got nothing left to prove. I really hope he just hangs him up, like you said. Yeah. I mean, I do too, honestly. I, just, I could totally see that, though. I think that would be great. 
I was actually on Saturday morning before I went over to your place. I was watching the all the shit talking that went through down between him and John Jones on a YouTube video. <laughs> I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was great times. But yeah, man, we'll see what happens. I am a little. I'm actually truly worried right now about Stipe. That's that's truly honest. I, I really think he should retire. I think the guys that are coming up are. I'm not trying to take away that Stipe is not the baddest man in the world because right now supposedly he is, but these are some scary ass dudes, man. And you know, like you just the age thing. That's the only problem with Stipe. Time is not in his his favor right now. You know what I mean? He's getting older. These guys are still young and very hungry. Yeah, it's almost like retire. Like you said with D, this like with DC, it's almost retire, man, and call it a day. But the thing is, right, everyone's – let's be realistic here. I don't think Stipe is as set up for life as DC is. DC's yeah. had those mega fights with those huge names that give him those paydays, where as Stipe, he's just getting them now, right? He's, yeah. he's finally broke into that market where, like, I get to fight the really big names. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like we said, if he fights John Jones, man, he's a millionaire. Yeah, Easy. that's true. He set his kids up like we always talk about. He's set for life yeah. if he gets to fight John Jones. Because like I Even, saw, I think he, he made like 780, I think is what I saw. Is what Stipe yeah. made on that fight. Isn't that crazy? That's not a lot. Yeah. No, you're, you're 100% right. It's like he's not making no Conor McGregor money or anything like that. But it's also because it's like I said, like his interviews, they weren't very like they're not entertaining. He's just talking. You know, you can barely understand that. Dude half yeah, the time. I agree. And then, and then in his post fight one, it was like, he was up there like a frat kid or something like, you know, yelling and shit. Like I was like, damn man, you just, his problem is he doesn't know how to do that side of it at all. I think personally, yeah, he, he's a quirky dude and it shows. Yes. hundred percent. I mean, yeah. did you see his post fights interview? That's what I'm talking about. He was just like, Two announcers were like squabbling real quick on who was gonna get to go first, and he's all like, "You two fight to the death!" But I was like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, <laughs> I know, like, it's what I mean. It's like, oh, you're not in yeah, high school, bro. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, you know what it is. He's just more nervous around the cameras, just like, yeah. Oh I yeah, just don't have it. Just don't have it. Well, I think he also feels he doesn't need to have it, like what you talk about. You know what I mean? He yeah. just goes in there and wants to fight and that's it but it was funny that he said i think about retirement every fight <laughs> i thought that was hilarious he's like i think about it every time i fight <laughs> yeah, yeah. how many more of these do i really need to do? Well, I mean, like you said like you want to just get punched in the face no one likes to get punched in the face so you know it's like yeah. jesus yeah i don't know man it was an interesting night um we'll have to see what happens from here on out so yeah. the the heavyweight division is that's what I taught. This is what I was talking about, though. It's it's funny, you know. Um, you know, my gut told me the the safe pick, like we told you guys, was DC. I really wanted Stepe to win, but then I was thinking about it, like I told you that day in the gym. It's like problem though is Stepe wins. You know, we're like we basically are halted again. Like there ain't gonna be another heavyweight fight with him this year. That's a hundred percent. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, if they somehow talked him into fighting in December, I would. I would. I can't believe it. I would tell you there's no way it's gonna happen. I, I really don't think it. I truly don't think it will happen. Like I think we're looking at another year, probably. Truthfully, 
Yeah, and that's the bummer because right, if DC had won, then they would have had a t- another heavyweight title we, fight. Yeah, we would have probably you know, they probably could have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They probably could have set up Curtis Blades and Naganu for de- like December. They could have started their fight camps right now, and let's get ready to rumble. So, you know, it is what it is on that front. We'll have to we'll just kind of see how that whole thing plays out. But guys, yeah, we'll um we'll be back on what I guess it's already Monday now, so we'll be yeah, back, we'll be back Wednesday, Wednesday for some picks for uh, who is it? We got uh, it is Frankie Edgar. I believe that is the fight. Yeah, Frankie Edgar. Is it? God damn, sorry, I can't even remember the other guy's name. I know. I don't have it pulled up in front of me either, so we'll have to look that up for you guys later. Sorry. It's been a lot of fights lately, for sure. Yeah, it was a but rough weekend. It was a rough weekend. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, once again, thank you for listening. Uh, we forgot to tell you guys, as always, um, you know, the T-shirt giveaway is going on right now for the Paulo Costa-Israel Adesanya fight. So, like, comment, subscribe if you want to be entered. Uh, we posted the picture of Clouds, who won the last shirt on our Instagram. If you think we're bullshitting about this, you can go hit him up. He'll tell you how real it is. We are legit, guys. Uh, besides that, that's pretty much all I got. You got anything else? Nope. There's another just great weekend of fights. Thank you, Dana White and the UFC, man, keeping us entertained in these fucking horrible fucking moments. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, guys, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun during the fights. So, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, guys, like, comment, subscribe, please. Yep. We'll check Shoot. you guys. In, we'll see you guys Wednesday.